Hi, I'm Dr. Dan Gardner, and I talk about traumatic brain injury recovery. And today I'm pleased to be speaking with Dr. Arnold Purish, neuropsychologist. Traumatic brain injury recovery. Arnie, when a brain injury survivor thinks about neuropsychological testing, how soon after the injury should they have testing? Well, it's not a question of how long after. The issue is what's the purpose of the testing, okay? A lot of conditions when they first occur tend to be more acute. They tend to affect the brain more. I'm talking about uh, things like strokes or, or, uh, or tumors, or again, what we're talking about, traumatic brain injury. Generally, the onset is the worst. There's other conditions, of course, that you get worse over time. So you might have a, a tumor that continues to grow quickly, and as a result, it's creating more and more damage to the brain and, and other secondary effects so the person goes downhill, or uh, something like Alzheimer's disease, which is a deteriorating condition. So for one thing, we can give testing early on, and we can give it periodically after that. It, it's a nice objective and quantitative way to track a person's uh, course. And of course, with Alzheimer's, you might expect them over time, the testing's gonna be going in the more impaired direction. They're gonna get worse and worse, unfortunately. But generally with something like head injury, we expect the person to be the worst off early on. But as time goes on, the brain begins to recover and we begin to see their neuropsychological functioning improve. So one reason we wanna do this is obviously there's some good information to be had when you can see where a person's at at a particular point in time. Are they improving when you expect them to improve? Or are they going downhill? So if someone with traumatic brain injury looks worse two years later, we don't expect that. So mm -hmm. it makes us wonder if something else is going on. Is mm -hmm. there a new neurologic disorder or over course of time, they've lost their job because of their head injury, they've lost their marriage, they can't function socially, are they getting depressed? In any event, by comparing expectation with what's going on, it will alert us to potentially confounding conditions that need to be attempted as well. So that is one reason that you can test at various points in time. The other reason is that when we talk about doing treatment, we need to know where a person's at. And so that if I test someone early on, I may be able to tell how impaired they are then. And when a person's very impaired, they're not gonna be able to profit from certain types of treatments, okay? So if we track them over time and we see there's certain degrees of improvement, we know that there's certain things they can profit from. So we could alter or modify, update the treatment regimen as well. So there's a number of advantages. And so there's no right or wrong time to test someone. It's a question of what type of information are we attempting to gather from assessing at a certain point in time that hopefully will be able to guide questions such as treatment, differential diagnosis, and prognosis. Please let me know in the comments what questions you have and what other topics you'd like me to discuss.